Good morning and welcome to the Pre-Market Podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 28th of September. Good to be back. As usual as well, this is general advice only, so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off, as always, with the scores on the doors. And not a particularly good night once again on the US markets. Wake me up when September ends. Very much the case. The Nasdaq's fallen 6.7% in September. It has been a pretty horror month. In the US, all those uh, big wigs came back from the Hamptons and Long Island a little bit cranky after the summer silly season. At the US market last night, the Dow Jones fell 69 points or 0.2 of a percent to 33,550. Did have a low of 313 points down though, so a bit of a recovery, uh, so not too bad, all things considered. It had a high of 113. So uh, a relatively big range, 450-odd point range uh, last night. Uh, The Nasdaq was up 29 points, or 0.22%, 13,093. The S&P 500 up one, a big one point, or 0.02%, 4275. The VIX Volatility Index was down 3.8%, 18.22. 18 to 19 is the long-term average on the VIX. So despite the massive fall we have seen, in the US markets in September. And despite the massive rally we've seen in those yields, hard to believe I had to uh, peel my eyes and have a little look to make sure that I wasn't seeing things in terms of the yields uh, while I've been away. But certainly those bond yields have been pushing ever, ever higher. So that certainly has been a factor. But yes, the VIX volatility index still only 18.2. The SPY futures, though, showing a loss of 13 points, or 0.18%, 7,055. We did bounce off the 7,000 level yesterday. I'm not saying it was very convincing, but we certainly did bounce off that yesterday. Resources very much still on the nose. The bank's holding up remarkably well. The big bank basket has changed around a dollar since I left at the end of August. So still relatively high. Uh, the rest of the market has been falling around its ears. Looking at European markets, they were all easier, but nothing very significant. Stock 600 down 0.2. FTSE down 0.3. Germany down 0.3 of a percent. Asian markets yesterday slightly firmer. Hong Kong was up 08 of a percent. Looking at some of the US stocks, NVIDIA up 1.3%. AMD up 2.2, Netflix down 0.4, Meta down 0.4, Tesla down 1.5, Amazon unchanged, Alphabetti Spaghetti up 1.6%, Microsoft up 0.2, Apple down 0.9 of a percent. US banks holding firm with the exception of Goldman Sachs. They're down 0.6 and Morgan Stanley down 0.6 as well. Uh, So maybe Macquarie not taking part in that banking revival. Also a good uh, Livewire article yesterday I read on Macquarie. And if you have any interest in Macquarie, certainly from a contrarian point of view, because everybody loves Macquarie, don't they? Despite the fact the stock has not done very much. A very, very interesting article on Livewire yesterday. I'd urge you to have a little look at that. Looking at commodities, well, the rise of oil continues at a pace. Saudi Arabia has to pay for Ronaldo somehow. After all, Brent crude up 2.6%, $2.42, 96.51. WTI up $2.39. 
93.62. Gold price came under pressure again, 1874.7 down, $25.80, a 1.4% down. Platinum down 1.8%. Base metals, though, copper was unchanged, nickel up 0.4%, aluminium uh, pretty much unchanged, zinc down 1%, lead down 1.4%, ton down 1.5%, iron ore pretty much unchanged as we're heading towards the golden week in China, uh, where we're not going to get too much. Uh, from the uh, Chinese market with iron ore. Uranium, the big winner at the moment, up 6.9% to 70 bucks a pound. So that's interesting there. Lithium, uh, pretty flat, not much going on there. Looking at uh, Aussie stocks overseas, BHP up 1.3% and Rio up 0.5% of a percent in ADR terms. Glencore up 0.4%, Vale up 0.2%, uh, Anglo-American down 0.4%. Uh, we had Albemarle down 0.6 in the lithium space, Sigma Lithium down 0.4, and oil stocks better. Exxon up 3.3, Chevron up 2%, Shell up 1.2%. can only be a matter of time before Woodside starts to move higher as well. And we had ResMed up 3.8% in the US. Interesting, that one there. As far as headlines coming out from overseas, uh, crude oil inventories in the US fell uh, 2.17 barrels in the week ending September 22nd, way more than the market forecast. So we are seeing some pressure upwards on the oil prices and we are seeing uh, Cushing levels, which is the storage levels in the US uh, at very low levels. Uh, we're also seeing, of course, the US government shut down, a potential US government shut down uh, if no agreement by September the 30th. Uh, Meta has unveiled an AI assistant. Facebook has been uh, looking at streaming glasses. Good luck with that. The Shell CEO has come under pressure from within on renewables shift. The Aussie dollar not looking too flash at the moment. Going back to those scores on the doors, uh, Bitcoin putting up a little bit, but the Aussie dollar 63.51. US dollar index up 0.4 of a percent, 106.66. Of course, the Aussie dollar very much the proxy for the Chinese economy. And uh, international investors very much avoiding the Aussie dollar at the moment and piling into the US dollar, which is why the gold price is down. US 10-year yields, 4.61%. 4.61%. US 2 years, 5.138. Aussie 10-year, 4.47%. So those rates... Uh, really have uh, jacked up in the last month or so. Other headlines are coming out of Asia. We did see some uh, news from uh, Evergrande uh, with the chairman under police surveillance and the uh, ECB's Holtzman says shocks from energy prices may force the ECB to raise rates again. So uh, plenty of things happening. And of course, our sister market, the Toronto Stock Exchange, which has a mirror economy, uh, much like our own. Uh, Theirs is based on oil and gas to some extent. Ours is iron ore and coal. Uh, But that market has hit a two-month low. Mining stocks still very much under pressure. Uh, there. Uh, We do have uh, not much on the data docket today. Domestic retail sales data at 11.30 and we do get some US initial jobless claims tonight. So that is of interest. Lots of ex-dividends today, especially in the REIT sector. Of course, September is the time when we do see all those dividends drop in uh, the market and that does wipe a lot of index points out overall. BHP checks actually hit your bank account or the, get them in the post today. 
uh, that 70 cents US that you're getting from BHP, so you have the money uh, to do that. So uh, that is of interest there. As far as our market goes today, in the news uh, today, plenty of action today. Just running through a few of the bigger announcements. And we have uh, for our market uh, some uh, news out from uh, 29 Metals. It's completed its 1 for 2.2 retail entitlement offer. It raised 29 million bucks at 69 cents a share. Uh, Brickworks results out this morning. FY underlying NPAT 508.2, which is above market expectations of 502.8. Final dividend 42 cents, fully franked. Uh, so that's out. We've also got Sol Patterson's results out this morning. Regular NPAT 759.3. A year ago it was 834.6. Final dividend 51 cents, which takes the ordinary dividends to 87 cents for FY23. Also news out this morning, uh, the uranium sector running hot at the moment. Hardly a surprise. A lot of uh, focus on uranium as being the answer to all our problems for baseload power, especially as European do tend to be backing off a little bit from some of their uh, renewables commitments. Uh, but Boss Energy has been running pretty hard. Boss Energy has reported drilling results from the Billaroo and Sunrise prospects, including three and a half metres, uh, 1,153 parts per million in terms of uranium oxide from 122 metres. We've also got uh, I Integral Diagnostics Chair uh, is retiring at the next AGM, which I'm sure you're delighted or not so about. Uh, IAG has extended its current on-market share buyback of up to $350 million uh, by 12 months. Deep yellow, again, in the uranium space in Namibia, as is Paladin. Uh, they've come out with some uh, drill results as well and uh, some mineral resources, which is good. Also, I've heard on the radio today that there's some big rises potentially in the childcare sector for workers there under a bargaining agreement. And the G8 Education Chair, David Foster, is retiring, effective the 25th of October. Argosy Minerals has completed the Rincon expansion drilling work and it's upgraded its MRE targeted for late 2023. Mount Gibson has reported group mineral resources of 41.5 million tonnes, a 63.3% iron versus a year ago, which was 59.8 million tonnes at 62.2% iron. Uh, we've also got Champion Iron initiated a buy at Jardins uh, with a price target of $7.53, which gives it a 22% upside there. Well, that's about it so far today. You will be getting lots of money if your shareholders in BHP, Commonwealth Bank, Fortescue, Santos, Woodside or Telstra, as those monies will be in your account uh, very shortly being paid today. Of course, they have already gone ex-dividend, so uh, that is something. We do have that retail data at 11.30. Uh, TD Security is expecting August retail sales to rise by 0.6% month over month, which extends the 0.5% rise last month. And NAB's looking for a 0.4% month on month increase as well. Well, that's it. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And of course, we're back again this afternoon with the end of day reports to round it all out for this afternoon. <laughs>